This podcast was recorded on the freaking floor. <laughs> Welcome back to 20s and where to find them. I'm G. And I'm Lena. And this is a podcast about navigating the best and the worst period of your life. Your 20s. Join us as we discuss personal stories, lived experiences, and chat to you and others about this wild part of life. Woo! (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) And welcome back to 20s and where to find them. How are you, G? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Ed, our special guest today. Yeah, how are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks for inviting me on the show. My name is Sam. I am George's partner. And I'm Lena's friend. It's going to be a long episode. <laughs> it was always going to be a long episode. I don't like either of you, but I've been dragged into it after begging. Please let me on your show. I don't think we begged. No, I begged. <laughs> <laughs> so... Why do we have Sam on the show this week, Lena? Well, we have Sam on the show this week because he is G and I's mutual human, I would say. (laughs) The joint human. The joint human. And because we're doing a little mini series on friendship, we thought it'd be appropriate to bring in Sam as he has kind of changed our overall dynamic a little bit in terms of being G's partner, my best friend, and now we've also somehow made a friendship with the three of us so do you swear on this podcast yes Yes. okay cool i fucked everything up i made it so complicated for the two of them and they've just been at each other's throats and they fired over me and it's just it's been really difficult so it's time to explore that in group therapy it's not a group therapy session however it is nice we thought it would be nice to have sam on and talk about um i guess like the changes in friendships and like uniqueness of our situation where um i mean it's probably not unique actually i think people it's probably quite common like meeting a partner through mutual friends and then how that affects like a friendship and etc etc so we hope you find this interesting if it's not for you then that's fine but um we we think it's kind of interesting and i think it's somewhat relatable to probably a lot of people yeah so thanks for coming on sam yeah, thank you so good. much so we're going to start, Sam, with your highlight and lowlight of the week. Well, since we were meant to do this last week, my highlight is technically from last week. Um, but we had George's parents come down for a few days, which she may or may not mention. Um, but we hung out with them a lot while they're down because they don't live in Melbourne. Um, so my highlight was having a date with Georgia, just the two of us, at a nice wine bar on the Saturday night. So it really helped break up. A few of those um those longer social gatherings and it was nice to just have some time to each other and to ourselves that's yeah. very cute yeah. to each other oh. yeah my low light was i um i ripped my finger open while i was climbing and i did a lot of bleeding and it hurt same as also a granola girl yes <laughs> <laughs> yes if you think typical caucasian man you will probably get my face and granola girl <laughs> I don't know what that means. See, it's not a Well, we've had some people reaching out to us, actually, to clarify this definition. Um, Someone asked if they have a Yeti bottle instead of a Hydro Flask, are they still a granola girl? Um, I said yes. (laughs) (laughs) What about a Coles water bottle? Yes, it has a sticker on it, and it's like an insulated one. Anyway, I digress. 
Thank you for showing your highlights. I was going to ask what a granola girl is because you talked about it, but you just didn't describe what it is when I asked. Well, if you listened to our previous episode... I haven't yet. Well, well. it's showing. <laughs> <laughs> because I actually explained it on there. So um, okay. for you and anyone else that hasn't listened to the previous episode, please go back and, and familiarise yourself with um, granola girl. Lena, what was your highlight and lowlight of the week? Uh, my highlight, I have two because once again... We were supposed to record last week, but I didn't do it some technical difficulties. <laughs> so I have two. One was I went to Sydney's um, Secret Garden show. And Sydney is not the city. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Sydney, the artist. She hosted a Secret Garden show in North Baldwin here in Victoria. And I brought a friend along very last minute. And it was beautiful. She had set up brick picnic blankets and she played a very laid back show and it was just very magical and she had food for everyone and everybody brought their cups of tea and mugs and yeah it was great um so that was my first highlight and then my second highlight is that on sunday i ran in the melbourne marathon festival no i did not run a marathon because i'm not that skilled yet but i did run a 10k and that was pretty cool finishing in the g so those are my two highlights and my low light Yes. Oh, and my low light is that a student came to see me because she was really sad about a sack mark that she got back and it just hurt my little heart to see her so upset about something so trivial like a sack mark. (laughs) Happens to the best of us. (laughs) But I can understand that at their age, you know, it's it's a big deal. And for those of you listening outside of Victoria, a sack is a school-assessed coursework test thing that goes towards your overall grade in VC, which is our end of high school certificate. I've taken many sacks. I didn't know that's what they stood for. So you educated me. Oh, there you go. I'm still trying to figure out Granola Girl. <laughs> go listen to the episode. <laughs> Gee, my highlights. Well, as soon as everyone is giving two, I had, like Sam said before, my family is in town recently. So it was nice to get to see them and spend some time with them. And then my other highlight was... This weekend, my one of my friends is moving back home and I helped her clean out her wardrobe and she gave me some clothes. So that was a nice bonus as well for doing a good deed. <laughs> but you got something out of the good deed. Yes, it's a good deed. And my low light was that I had to wait 90 minutes for a blood test last week. I don't like waiting. Or blood tests. And my other low light, sorry. I feel like it would be remiss of us to, to not say that collectively our low light is that the referendum for the voice in Australia didn't pass over the weekend. And I think that's definitely put a cloud over a lot of yeah. people. And for any First Nations people listening, it's like our heart is with you. We're thinking of you. And yeah. it's a tough time for a lot of people. Yeah, it's definitely put an overcast on a lot of things. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, there's no easy way to segue from that, but... Nah. We're going to. So we're going to keep things, um, hopefully bring you a bit of joy in some sadder times. But um, we haven't had a guest on the show for a little while now. But traditionally, do start with an icebreaker question. Oh, this is a good one. What is something that you will never stop buying and why? Uh, Probably yogurt. I think half of my life is spent at about 11 p.m. on weeknights, just having a little snack of yogurt before bed. And I think that's just something that will continue with me through my whole life. It's one of those habits I'm never going to be able to shake. I've known Sam for nearly half his life, and um, I did not notice about you, and I'm quite disturbed. I'm I'm surprised that he's admitting it online, because it's like dirty secret yogurt. 
It's like I live with Sam and I rarely see Sam eat the yogurt, but I see him buy the yogurt every week and then I see the yogurt no longer exist in the fridge, but I never see him eat it. It's like gremlin yogurt. Yeah, the secret is I I actually just tip it down the drain. (laughs) (laughs) I just love spending $6 on something. At $4.50. Anyway, thanks for sharing that (laughs) with us, Sam. I'm sure our listeners really appreciate your yogurt. Why don't we get into a little bit of friendly conversation? A little bit of background. A little bit of background. So I think as we mentioned before, Lena has known Sam for a really long time. So do you maybe maybe want to tell the audience how you guys met and why you guys are besties? <laughs> it makes me come off like a really creepy stalker. Uh, uh, yeah, that's not you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, it's a safe space. I met Sam at a bowling party that I was invited to. I didn't just... You should clarify how old you were at this bowling party. Oh, yeah. It doesn't sound like you met him like two weeks ago at a bowling party. Um, I was 14 in high school and I was invited to the bowling party. And prior to going, I had looked up the people invited to the event on Facebook. I don't know if this is still a thing that people do as in create an event on Facebook. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but that's what we did. Looked up who was going. If I'd meet my the future love of my life <laughs> I came across, I came across Sam and I was like oh yeah he's pretty cute but then I saw in his profile picture that he had a girlfriend <laughs> so my immediate thought was oh that's all right I'll have him as a friend instead <laughs> so <laughs> at the bowling party I made it my mission to go and talk to him so I sat down next to him at one of the benches and we just started chatting yeah and then it's kind of just developed from there, I think. I couldn't quite shake you as a friend, but we're always in the same kind of school group going through high school. Um, and then when people finished high school and you start splitting off and some people you talk to a bit less and Lena just hung around. <laughs> Didn't get the hint. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's good. We've been friends for, what is it, like 10, 11, 12, 13 years? 13 years now so we we know each other pretty well Um, well apart from the yogurt yeah thing that was pretty yeah that's that's a bit too intimate of a detail for just a friend that that's saved for people like georgia and anyone who ever wants to listen to this podcast publicly on the internet (laughs) (laughs) forever yeah yeah and do you two want to talk about how you met Yes, I am the link between the two of you. Yeah, you are the link. Little little link. Lena the link. <laughs> In a similar fashion to you looking up everyone who was invited to that birthday, before Georgia and I met, she looked up everyone who was invited to the pub that night. So we met um, at a gig once uh, COVID lockdowns in Melbourne uh, finished up. It was the first social event that I'd been to in over a year. It's probably like a month or two months out of a five and a half year relationship. So I was very much not looking for anything and quite intimidated by social events, just full stop. So Lena invited me along to to this gig um, that her friend Sydney was playing, who was mentioned earlier. Um, And I looked at who was invited and I saw it was myself and nine other women. And that was terrifying. So I, so I almost bailed, 
Um, but Lena needed someone to drive her there. So I got roped into it because I'm a good friend. Um, I found out later that Georgia also looked at who was invited, but just to see if there were any cute boys going. I was in my single era. So I was like, who is a possible person for me to uh, attract? (laughs) And And did she attract? Um, And I looked at the list and I was like, no. (laughs) I clicked on the one man's profile picture. Um, and I was like, nah, nah, probably not. <laughs> he looks short yeah. and he looks like a bit, not my type. Not that there's anything wrong with short people, but he's for context, the profile picture is next to a very, very tall person. So Sam looks very, very small. Mm, I, um, I met my favorite Australian football player who's over two meters tall. So I was both a head shorter than him in my picture and also very nervous in my picture because he was scaring me. So when I actually met you, I didn't realize you were the same person from your profile picture, but I realized that the person I was talking to and sitting next to was really cute. Um, and we just basically flirted the whole time. And I'm not, I think Sam was maybe a little um, out of practice with the flirtation and didn't quite realise I was flirting with him as hard as I was. So then I asked Lena if he was single and she said yes. And I was like, cool, I'm going to give him my number. And I did. And then, uh, yeah, we just started going on some dates, hanging out. And, yeah, now we live together. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, really. It's a well-rounded story. Mm. Yeah. But I guess, like, that's how we met and how we're all uh, connected. Well, what's our favourite thing about one another? Oh, little woman fuzzy circle. Yeah. I mean, it's appropriate. We're all on the floor. <laughs> so we can talk about our favourite things. So go on, Sam. Favourite thing. Um, <laughs> Lena just know. wants compliments. Yeah. About a long, hard day. Can I give you the same compliment or do I have to do one each? One each for two different people. Uh, no, I, I think, um, I mean... Lauren and I, our friendship has just trucked on for so long, I think, because we're we're both the kind of people who can just pause and play and resume without anything feeling like it's been missed. Mm-hmm. So like some friends you need to see twice, three times a week, you need to talk 24-7, you need to just be in that constant contact, and if you don't, it can kind of fizzle out. But I think with Lena and I, we kind of go at our own paces, and we're both aware of who we are as people and that sometimes we get busy or we get into a little rut or we go traveling overseas and that kind of the text and the messages and the contact will drop off for a little bit but every time we catch up it feels like it's been like half a day's worth of times past it's always really energetic it's really fun like we caught up for brunch on sunday for the first time the two of us in a while um and it's just very like warming and very simple and it's just like one of the those strong friendships that i'm quite quite lucky that i have i think no oh that's very sweet <laughs> yeah we also talked about my role in your wedding oh cute which also came up after that when i got home because <laughs> <laughs> bella asked me the same thing yeah. yeah but we decided sam and i that i would be in the center and bella would be a little bit off to the side <laughs> poor bella mm-hmm. <laughs> because i am the link later the link <laughs> Like the Fellowship of the Rings or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's always harder to give your girlfriend a 
direct, sorry, a partner, a direct compliment, because there's, there's so much that I say in private and so much that is just obvious to me. But I think, I think you're a fantastic person. I think you're much harder on yourself than anyone else who looks in from the outside. Um, you hold yourself to some very high standards and sometimes it doesn't really relate to, it doesn't really connect with how you actually are and how you act and how you be. So sometimes you don't quite see how amazing you are. And then, you know, it's a bit painful for me, but I try to pick you up where I can and prod you along a bit. Um, but yeah, no, you're just, you came into my life at a pretty tough time coming out of lockdowns. And then I think we officially started dating either the same day or one day after my mum was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, and she's fine now. She's just been a bit dramatic and it's classic classic mum um touch wood but i think that kind of throws you into the deep end of a relationship where i think one of the first times i came over after that was just me having a complete meltdown i'm just like i can't really do my life right now because i've just got this news that mum has breast cancer and has that whole journey ahead of her and you just kind of took me in and you were heading out somewhere that night but you stayed to look after me and that was quite nice. I think that's kind of how our relationship's been in a way since then. We both take care of each other when we need to. Yeah. And also when we don't need to. You said that nicely. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know how to follow that, to be honest. <laughs> I think that, yeah, that summates it well. I think you make me a better person and you we, we look after each other. We look after each other when things are good and when things are not so good. I think, yeah, that's probably the crux of it. Mm. And you're cute, you know. <laughs> Despite your profile picture. And I think with Lena, I think it's a similar thing. I see. Like, we look after each other. Too. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> and I think now we should say our favourite thing about Sam. Because people know the favourite thing about each other, me and you. Yeah. So I think we should say our favourite thing about Sam. Mm. He's so handsome. Oh. <laughs> oh. You can really dance. <laughs> um, I think, I mean, jokes aside... That is probably one of my favorite things about Sam. He's really funny and he's really silly. And I think that you don't take yourself too seriously. I think you're very capable of being a serious person and you take the gravity of situations into account. You're so such a good support to so many people in your life. But you're also so silly and so just light and you always make me laugh so that's probably my favorite like my character that i've been working on (laughs) (laughs) yes so we live in an apartment building quite high up so you have to catch the lift up and down often sam's latest thing is that he's worked on the character that when you get in the lift he pretends that he's a man who's never been in the lift before and is scared of the lift the next layer is he also forgets that he's scared of lifts. You need to add that bit in. That's yeah, important. That's Otherwise, it wouldn't make sense if I was just like constantly scared of the lift, like you would expect to remember it. But, but. Yeah, that's right. Um, my favorite thing about Sam is along similar veins um, or vein. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and is I think Sam is one of the most caring and most thoughtful people that I've ever met in my life. Um, He's usually the first person I call when I have a panic attack or something's gone really wrong 
or it's 1am, I will call Sam. I don't usually call anybody else, but I call Sam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Sam has had to deal with me crying on the phone many a times. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and he's also, you're right, he's also very silly. And since being with you, mm-hmm. you have rubbed off on him. And yesterday, no, Sunday at brunch, um, when he was late. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I wonder where he gets that from. <laughs> and then the second thing is he randomly booked my watch. There you go. <laughs> yeah, like that. Randomly booked my watch under my sleeve. And I was like, why be the way that you are? <laughs> but. Yeah, Sam is one of those people in my life that I'm never going to let go of because he's just so wonderful and making weird facial expressions right now. But I, <laughs> I love you a lot, Sam. It's cute. Anyway, now <laughs> you can tell that too much warm and fuzzy makes me uncomfortable. Nah, it's yeah, that's really fine. Nice. So we it's can lovely, very wholesome. It is very wholesome. Well, I guess now we can talk about like the bad stuff. <laughs> the bad stuff. <laughs> I was, no, not the bad stuff, just the stuff, you know. I think, like, people might be curious, um, you know, I think we've just very clearly explained that Sam plays a big um, emotional role in our both of our lives independently, um, which is really beautiful and really special. But I think, yeah, that could be hard sometimes when the dynamic of a friendship changes due to, like, romantic love mm. um, being evolved. In between me and Sam and like you being my friends, you being Sam's friends, yeah. etc. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Um well I can start off by saying that I did not like when G and Sam started dating. Even though you told me that she was a wonderful person. I did. Yes I did. I am wonderful. Can confirm. But it's true, I was right, wasn't I? Here we are today. <laughs> But I think it came at a time in my life where I was wanting Sam to be single for a while and be my fun <laughs> single friend <laughs> because it hadn't happened in a long time. And then I think also having G as my friend and Sam as my friend and them being friends or like more than friends kind of fucked with my brain a little bit um, because I felt a loss, I think, mm-hmm. is the best way that I could explain it. I felt like a loss of... Friendship, because even though I have my friendship with Sam and I have my friendship with G, then they had their own thing. And it almost felt like I had to now see the two of you together as one friendship and Mm. not those two individual friendships. So I think it took me a long time to be like, well, no, I can still have my friendship with Sam, my friendship with G, and my friendship with the two of them together. Um, And I think what came with that was also I didn't want what I said to Sam to be relayed back to you mm. and vice versa before I had the chance to say it to you yeah. individually or to Sam individually kind of thing. Yeah. I agree. I think that's very, like, very fair and reasonable things to, like, be concerned about in a changing dynamic. And I think probably upon a bit of deep reflection, I think that I probably wasn't as aware of those dynamics at the time I didn't really know how close you guys were um and I also think like naively I just was like really into Sam <laughs> I was like I'm really into him so I think I annoyingly talked about him all the time and um that can be tough 
on on you, I'm sure. Well, that's the thing with female <laughs> friendships, you know, is like you talk yeah. about all the sex stuff and you talk about that, but it's like I didn't want to hear about Sam in bed. No offense. <laughs> uh, it's Hollywood. Neither does my mum, so let's just skim over this part. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, mum. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I think that's that's very fair. Yeah, I think probably had less of an impact on me because I didn't feel like that loss as such. I think, like, it's more about a maturity of, like, learning to share your partner with other people emotionally, I think. And it's not like, you know, obviously, like, me and Sam and people in relationships and healthy relationships hopefully feel very like emotionally connected and you have you know you do talk about you know, next to everything just about everything and you know that's your person but I think when you get to, when I got to know Sam it's really clear he has a lot of female friends and he's really good at the emotional stuff so it makes a lot of sense and I think um for me it was like a trust thing and it's not like I don't trust you guys to be friends but I think just like learning how to be like oh yeah he can be emotionally supportive to someone else and it be a friend thing and vice versa um and it surprised me that that came kind of easily I don't think like it's not completely easy all the time but I think like I just trust the both of you a lot and I think it's taught me a lot about male and female friendships and the maturity that can be there. That's probably my main reflection in this group therapy session. <laughs> I feel very vulnerable right now. Yeah, right? And Sam, what's your reflection? Well, I think a lot of my reflections come with a whole lot of hindsight because at the time, I because I was just out of a relationship when we met and when that all first started kicking off, I was very much living my life one day at a time almost. So... A lot of the decisions I was making, a lot of the things I was doing was based on how I felt at probably that specific minute or that specific hour. Um, and there's not always a lot of space when you're, when you're navigating those emotions to kind of step back and look at, look at the bigger picture. So I think there was a lot of it for me, like um, when Georgia and I started dating, I think I kind of fell off the map a bit just in terms of talking to some of my other friends because I have... A set amount of energy like I'm an introvert at heart I will use my social battery and it's very visible when that stops and so I was talking to Georgia a lot which meant that when I reached my cap I stopped talking to everyone else and so when I was trying to like balance things out I realized that and it's still even now um still something I do as a person is that I'll go a couple weeks chatting with everyone and then a couple weeks chatting with no one and I think my biggest learning curve at the start was just balancing a, a new additional relationship that's come in with someone who's fantastic and someone I want to talk to all the time because I do love my partner. But I feel like at times that can come at, at the cost of giving other people in my life attention, which are close friends. Um, I think that was the big learning curve for me was just kind of maturing into that relationship and then kind of rebalancing my life once I pulled my head in a little bit in conclusion <laughs> we have reached I think a point now that it me and Sam have been dating for almost three years that 
we have our, me and Lena have our friendship, you and Sam have your friendship, um, me and Sam have our relationship, but we also have now got like a really beautiful friendship that's the three of us as well. And it's not like we don't do things as three of us. I think we do quite a lot together. Um, and it's really beautiful to have you play such a big role in both of our lives independently, but also now as a unit too. And mm. it's really cute. So in that regard, what's now your favourite moment that we've had the three of us? I can say mine, but I think it was Sam's <laughs> least favourite moment Ooh. is when <laughs> me and G were giggling in the living room about <laughs> our mutual friend. <laughs> doesn't follow me doesn't follow me on Instagram. <laughs> There's some some major shenanigans. That is not how we we have been friends as like a thruple for like almost three years now, and somehow that is the one moment you pick. It's very wholesome. It was very wholesome. Yeah, I hadn't laughed that long. It laughed that loud in so long, Mm. and I was crying with tears. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think harping back to what you were saying before when we kind of figured out how to have the individual friendships and relationships as well as the the group setting that we have with the three of us um it opened up a lot of doors and it lowered a lot of barriers i think um there are a lot of times now where we'll catch up like even as we're recording this podcast lena's come over to our apartment and it's the three of us and i i got in i just walked in there just sitting on the couch chatting and then it's just like going straight into the work and just it's very very easy having the three of us together and you don't have to overthink or underthink or i think it it's pretty cool that you guys are such good friends and that you've maintained that friendship all the way through yeah, yeah. we can just special. be with one yeah another, which is nice i think that's probably your favorite moment in in summation yes. the laughing and the intrigue mm. is like just being yourself yeah yeah it's lovely what's yours um, mine is much more milestoney, but I really liked when you both came to my graduation last year. True. Yeah. I graduated from my master's last year and Lena had just got back from Canada. Sam came to the actual ceremony, but Lena also popped by for photos. So we have some really wholesome photos um, of the three of us in my graduation gown, which makes me makes us feel like a little family, which is cute. We are a little family. <laughs> yeah, I can't it, It's the worst thing in the world when your friends and your partner just get along really well. And it's just, it's happened in a few different aspects. You, you just get along with everyone that I'm friends with because you're just a good person and it's, it is the worst. There's, there's no break. What's your favorite moment? I think for me, having the ability to catch up with the three of us and feel like that's fine is important um one of my favorite moments actually was back when we first started dating or weren't quite dating but we met you for breakfast for your birthday um and i think we were seeing each other but we weren't dating um but it was the three of us at a breakfast for lena's birthday and it just, to me, felt very natural at that point. Like, mm. we've worked a lot of stuff out since then and everyone's gone through their own understanding journey and healing process and whatever buzzwords you want to use. Um, but I could kind of feel then that, like, if this relationship with this girl that I've known for a little bit is going to stick, 
I think the friendship will stick as well. And you can see that now when we do things um, as a group. Also, when I let you guys do your own thing and then I, I just come in at the end of it and you've done some stupid shenanigans and you're just mm-hmm. giggling about random stuff that somehow is at my expense, but I never quite understand. Oh, that's sweet. It was also the time that you soft-launched me on your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. I don't think he remembers that. Yeah, he posted to me in a story. That doesn't sound like that. For all those people that don't know what soft-launching is. <laughs> those older listeners, aka my mum. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Well, I think it's time for Lena's favourite section of the show. Do you want to sing us in? Are we ready? No. <laughs> It's time for Friends in Your Ears. Friends in Your Ears. <laughs> We've added that bit. <laughs> On the similar line, what this is not a, a direct write-in today, but I thought it would be nice to just give some advice. What would you? What kind of advice would you give to someone that's maybe their friend has just started dating one of their other friends? My big piece would be take the time to be uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was in a weird, like for me personally, I was the only person who had gone through that or like one of the only people I knew that was uncomfortable with their two friends dating. Because mm-hmm. usually you're really happy about it. You're like, oh, yeah, your two favorite people are getting together. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand why I was like, but I don't like this. Yeah. kind of thing and I think it was the fear of it imploding and then it affecting my two friendships and also the loss of individual people but I think take the time to be uncomfortable with it if you are um and talk to your two favorite people that are now hmm. dating separately it's better to do it separately than together because it's intimidating when there's two versus yeah, one that's very fair um and they if they're your friends they're going to be so understanding of it and they'll probably ask how you'd like them to go about it mm. um and what would make you comfortable like and if you need space that kind of thing yeah that's really nice yeah i think um probably the important thing i would place emphasis on is maintaining the individual relationships um i think especially if they're both your good friends it can be very easy to fall into a cycle of always catching up with both of them or always seeing that they're both doing something and they invite you over so like when you come over to our place here and we do stuff like the podcast like i will see you but that's not as like high of a quality catch up as it is when we get brunch as the two of us um i think that's something that i i would have liked to prioritize earlier i think in our relationship if I had any idea that it was a thing, really. Didn't really give it much thought. Um, but that that's what I would say, is just try and maintain those individual relationships uh, as well as the, the fun that you can have when you're in a group setting. Yeah, I think I would say be open-minded. I think, like, I think it's really normal to feel uneasy or unsure about change in general. And I think, like, two of your friends dating is a big change and don't underestimate that. But also going with an open mind, I think not laying expectations without speaking about them. And I guess this could be applied to a lot of different situations. But I think, you know, if you are nervous that the friendship is going to change, talk about it or think about it and then talk about what you're scared about with 
the friends or one of them and and or like communicate what you're unsure about or what's making you uncomfortable I think it's easy for people in new relationships to like get caught up in each other and the happiness and stuff so I think taking time to listen to why your friend might be not as like over the moon about it as you might think or something yeah I don't know that was a bit vague but (laughs) I hope that's helpful yeah Uh, I know what you mean yeah me too yeah I think that was an excellent friends in your ears Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) let's do recommendations Sam do you want to kick us off with your recommendation of the week well my recommendation is having birthdays because no that's not my recommendation for my birthday that i just had i turned 27 and one of my friends sent me some lego and i have not built anything out of lego since at least five to six to ten years or something um i forgot how much i love lego i have back at um back at mum's house i have a whole lot of star wars lego that i built when i was a kid that I can't bring myself to let her throw out, but I don't want in my apartment. So she just gets to hold on to it. Um, and it kind of helped me reconnect a bit with that, that childish side of just like, Oh, it's a bit creative, but I also, I can't do it by myself very much. So having a step-by-step guide and how to create something is also pretty cool. Um, and that was just a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Nice. That's very wholesome. Recommendation, Sam. Cute. Mine is a podcast. Ah, well, we're back with the smart recommendations. (laughs) Um, I would like to recommend the Big Small Talk podcast. Um, if anyone in Australia is familiar with Cheek Media, they're like a small media company um, that puts out like news and stuff. They have a podcast now um, run by their founder and editor, I think is the right term, Hannah, and one of her colleagues as well. And basically the premise is that they try to cover the whole news cycle in about a 45-minute podcast, which is ambitious, but I respect it. Um, So they basically pick a couple of, like, hard-hitting headlines, but also a couple of, like, celebrity, more gossipy, sugary headlines. So I think if you're someone that likes to sound like they're keeping up with, you know, what's going on in the world, or maybe you want to learn a bit more about, like, some issues that you've heard people talking about and you feel like you don't know what's going on i think they're a great place to start they do really good at explaining hard stuff but then you also get like a little reward of hearing about celebrity gossip as well ah, very good i feel like that podcast is targeted to people like me yeah i think you'll <laughs> like it you should check it out i will i think those recommendations are pretty indicative of our personalities where you have a very thought out and interesting and real world connected idea and I like Lego. That is literally me and G every single week. <laughs> that, that is my life, Sam. <laughs> and to follow that, mine is underwear. Woo! <laughs> I recommend you wear it every day. At least. You heard it here first, people. Change your underwear. And not just reversing it. No. <laughs> No, but specifically the brand Booty, which uses um, bamboo materials and they're a sustainable and ethical brand and they make the best g-strings ever i'm not a g-string wearer but i am now a convert because of this brand they are so comfortable they're seamless 
and they're fantastic. Um, they're a bit more on the pricey side, but bamboo is better for down there. And so I highly recommend. It's B-O-O-D-Y. Love it. Sounds yeah. good. I love a G-string, so. Well, there you go. Booty, get on it. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for coming on the show, Sam. Um, this one was a little bit different, but we hope you enjoyed it. Nonetheless. Yeah. And we hope that the audio quality is okay. Yeah, sorry. We've had some few technical difficulties, so bear with us as we learn how to... Juggle two mics. And be podcasters. Yes. Um, we should now let Sam get to his basketball game. Yeah. Thanks. So, any parting words? Uh, can I can I plug my elevator character? No. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> See you next week. Don't forget uh, to follow us on social media at 20s and where to find them on Instagram. Reach out with any advice you want from friends in your ears. It will be totally anonymized and you can reach us by DM or email of the same address. And the best way to help your other friends get advice in their ears or just listen and enjoy the podcast is to follow and subscribe and give us a five star review. That's right. Or maybe a four, nothing less. So please, thanks. Bye. Bye. This podcast was recorded on Rwandri land. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and pay our respects to elders past and present and any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people that may be listening today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.